0: <laughs> As other Stevens, it's like we've been reignited. <laughs> he's,
1: the, he's the one that's better at football, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, it me. It's,
0: not, it's not exactly hard though. <laughs> There's
1: a nice whiskey collection you got on your shelf there, man. Lovely, isn't it? Is that better there? than where I was the other week, which was kneeling on my knees for two and a half hours in the kid's bedroom because I was kicked upstairs?
0: <laughs>
1: that's, that's how Ross gets his promotions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? (laughs) Now I respect the hustle.
2: (laughs) You can match. What do you mean be careful as in you don't want to get fired or- No, no, no. What you sell is
1: a (laughs) (laughs) No. It's not quite chocolate. It's more like the, what's the rock you buy from Blackpool? (laughs) Who wants to be able to post that photo without having to see Ross's dick?
0: What, what we all? Uh, I love how you, how you say how my name. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly why <laughs> you do. It don't, don't <laughs> cause me to get divorced. I need to keep my Bitcoin. actually <laughs> I've fallen down the rabbit warren of like the, the shit coins and gone. I've heard about this.
3: I've heard this advice. What do you think? And generally, um, I just get replied on nonce <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd love prison. <laughs> be fair, it's free, free grinder, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's going on the show notes
1: <laughs> yeah football's a shit sport
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> more into be- anything else yeah I've completely switched to UFC after this weekend
2: this is just a joke yeah because <laughs> yeah, you haven't met my brother have you this
4: is Tom no hi Tom how you doing mate yeah. And you. like I was
0: saying, when you joined, um, I thought we were going to have a heavily vetted um, guest list, not just Tom turns up to the <laughs> next one. To be honest, I can't get rid of it. He him. was
1: pre that because he knew he was with him this week, and he was like, well, I can't fob him off, really, if I'm you, doing you it. You can.
0: You can say, Tom, fuck off. <laughs> I say that every day.
3: Well, like the old days yeah. in Acton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was still Back when
5: we
2: he goes, water. away, are you? Yeah, we're down in South Wales for the week. Yeah.
4: Oh, nice.
2: Still See, He took
4: the whole setup.
2: Yeah, it took. Yeah, it took. Got the mic down here. Got everything. Yeah. He brought the hat. Tom wanted the hat.
4: He's got the hat. Yeah.
0: yeah. Is that the feature what? now? What yeah. is the hat?
2: Congrats. Is it what just is a hat? random hat? No, it says huddle on it.
0: Ah, I can see. Ah, uh, I
4: mean. yeah, yeah, okay, now I'm with you. It's no paid for with lightning, paid
2: with, with, with sats, with the, it was one of my first ever lightning transactions at a Bitcoin conference, with a huddle hat. It, I think this is probably the most expensive hat I've ever bought. I think it's, <laughs> um, I think I bought it for about 15, 20 quid at the time. And I haven't even gone back to figure out how, many, how much that's worth, but it's probably at least 500 pounds. <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny. <free>. It's <laughs> not quite <like laughs> the pizza.
4: <laughs> no. Uh. But eventually,
2: if you fast phone over 10 years, this probably will be a grand yeah.
4: hat. You're right. You're right.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Make it an NFT and sell it.
2: <laughs> I can make an NFT. If it, wants to be, if it becomes famous on the pod, eventually its value might catch up and I can sell the hat for 20 grand <laughs> and buy the sacks that I originally traded <laughs> lost for 20 quid. <laughs>
0: Well it depends how much um, Bitcoin booms now because we I think one of the topics from last week was well what what price do you think it'll be in mean, the yeah, next yeah. year? Um, go on, then yeah you guys you say- didn't go. you didn't go. I what said
2: did seven fifty. You- seven
0: fifty. What did Darnell go for? I think it went two fifty.
2: Yeah.
1: And then you guys yeah. throw in go on. Well I work in English money, none of these dollar nonsenses. <laughs> 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 um one forty okay conservative
0: okay. i'm going for because i worked out today because so i was looking at the um price of gold so i went for three one seven and pounds or four fourteen dollars okay okay and tom
3: I, I reckon it's going to be probably double what it is now so i'm going to say around about 100k and i think this time well in december i could be back down to end of the year back down to what it is now Okay,
4: so that's everyone's predictions locked in for 2021.
0: Well, I'm going for a year's time, so May, trying to get to that price. I, I thought I thought of it was
1: by the uh, by the end of the year. Yeah, end of 2021. Don't not in 12 yeah. months. End of 2021. And, and are we saying are we saying that's the all-time high? So it might or what it's going to finish the year on. ish No, no, just that, that that's the peak price.
2: Yeah, yeah. The peak, yeah, the peak. Yeah, price. go full time. Peak oh. price. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's it could b- it worked. could bounce off and like come down fifty percent from anything. Couldn't yeah, it? exactly, exactly.
0: I think 750
2: is outlandish. It's so bold. Like, I'm a, I'm the only bullish one here. You're all bears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going double f- nonsense. I'm, I was trying to find out. that screenshot of the dog uh, the Doge coin thing the other day, and I was flicking through at me panicking. It had been twenty four k. What's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but go on then.
2: we were going to we were going to mention it weren't we because this week ethereum has gone crazy it's, it's managed to hit through its all-time high it's managed to get yeah. had a big load of resistance at 3k it's burst through that and literally today doge has gone through its all-time high yet again so everyone's talking about shit coins everyone's going why aren't i in this bitcoin's boring da. So let's just throw it out there. Going, I know, Mark, you're, you're putting the newest into this space and you're probably still on the I want massive gains type kind of journey. And you're just seeing a load of TikTokers and shit posters on Twitter make a load more gains than you. So uh, how are you feeling about that right now?
1: Well, you said that you kicked me out of the group and chopped my balls off if I bought <laughs> shit points. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not keen on that penalty. Um, I don't know. We ask the question, don't we? Every Every week, I'm like, it's pissing me off, why is it doing this? But, you know, you've been there and you benefit from the experience of the other people that you talk to. And, you know, when they're saying that also, or well, actually, no, take a step back. When the description of the coin that you are buying says that it is a joke, it is a meme, it's based on a dog <laughs> and that it infinitely inflates, you've got to question why are people buying it? And you look at that chart, it goes up, but it does come down very, very quickly. And people are purely in it for the gains. And when you're just in something for the short-term games, some people are going to win, but a lot of people are going to lose. And, and that's the opposite of what Bitcoin is. I love it. I love it. Go on, Ross. What's your view on shitcoins coins right now?
2: Are you, are you getting a little bit little bit jelly?
0: I think yeah, it's you, always that
2: finger hovering over the buy button on Doge. Uh,
0: I reckon he's getting the same. <laughs> it's always tempting to buy um altcoins see the massive gains because you've got ones which are starting maybe basically got their own little um hype around them so it does this because i think there's an ad well not ad, ad but it's one of those ones on coinbase where you um get free um what was it fourth or something like that i think that's the last one and you know it's it's a typical i've kind of looked at ones again and again thinking there could always be the chance of another bitcoin would be another chance of a great value but i suppose the fact is that bitcoin got it right and everything's trying to um, copy it but they're trying to have some slight little difference to it and the fact is bitcoin actually managed to get it right so what is any other coin going to get over bitcoin i think mm. that's where they struggle so like the fourth where they went oh yeah if it goes up in value you get more coins but if it goes down in value it then shrinks into less coins i'm like Why don't we just have increasing prices? It just sounds useless. And, you know, with Ethereum, it's meant to be, you know, a great little network, but it's not decentralized. So it kind of defeats the point of why Bitcoin is better. So you're looking, I think we've got to remember that Bitcoin is basically money 2.0 or gold 2.0. How can we control, how can we sort out the flaws? And I haven't seen a single altcoin which has actually done that yet. I mean, I'm not ruling out ever ever buying any other altcoins, but I've not seen one which I know of.
1: The the uniqueness in Bitcoin is that the founder, the generator, the person that made it has disappeared and doesn't want that fame, doesn't want that glory, doesn't want that control, whether it's one person, whether it's a group of people. And you just need to look at the noise that goes around everything else on Twitter to know that the agenda is totally different. You know, it takes a big person to step back from something and totally disappear. How much credit is there really to be garnered if if he was to step forward and be like, "I am that man"? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, it, it well, was a react. It was a reaction to um, financial crisis back in was it two thousand eight mm-hmm. when he looked at how flawed, flawed money was, inflation, everything else. So he made it mm-hmm. to ultimately, I suppose. I don't know if you say heal or whether to fix all those issues. And people have kind of jumped on with a kind of um, hype around crypto and going, oh yeah, let's have this um, doggy coin. Let's have this Litecoin, Bitcoin cash, whatever else is. But I haven't seen a single improvement. It just seems like you've got someone trying to differentiate theirs from Bitcoin and then actually making their coin flawed. Or they're greedy owners with not, with not who can literally just, once it ticks on, Print themselves a load of coins, sell them, and just bomb the whole of their market.
4: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: How many times do you think it will take
4: for a shitcoin to really wreck people for them to understand?
1: I know. I don't think it will. the Human greed means it's going to be forever and ever. There will always be the next Bitcoin and there will always be that. And so that's a new portion Yeah, exactly. But there will also be new people to the market and they'll look and they'll like, I I have got you guys, and that is the difference, you know. I think I'm the only one, I don't know about Tom, that hasn't bought a shitcoin ever. And Gaz, maybe because he was in crypto early, but uh, yeah, I know yeah, Ross yeah. and I know Darnell have, so I'm the only one that hasn't. But if I didn't have you guys... Uh,
2: that's actually amazing. You actually are the only, yeah, pure yeah. Bitcoin, pure, pure Bitcoin maximalist, because, yeah, yeah, back in the day, yeah, I, I was buying shitcoins just just as an experiment. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no one yeah. to advise either way. And you but you all have them. made money out of them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think, and bizarrely, it's, 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 I think almost I'm like one of the examples that people use now because i just put, you know, a couple of hundred pounds that was like left over, put them into some shit coins, then they 100 x And I mm. made a lot of money and then converted it into Bitcoin. And it's like, <laughs> that's exactly what everyone's doing right now. They want to yeah. find that 100x, just stumble into it, have it pump, get out at the top. And then convert it into sound money which is which is bitcoin but the problem is that that moment really never comes to people they they get greedy even after the 100x it's, it's like what people are doing with doge right now it's all it's all time highs i think it's about 50 or 60 cents and, it, and they're all and already the doge to a dollar is almost going away and now they're going to doge to ten dollars mm-hmm. and then that pretty much takes it i think to a higher market cap than bitcoin so yeah. The amount yeah. of money, like they need a trillion dollars in the market. Like they've already got some like 50 to 100
4: billion in there. Yeah, well, I'm just reading on the independent. Bigger than, than Twitter, billion.
2: bigger than Adidas, bigger than
1: Vodafone.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's already insanely big. But people don't realize because this is the problem with the number one thing that every shitcoin always does is increases uh, the, the number of units that are available. So they always take Bitcoin as the standard of 21 million. So then the unit bias there is one Bitcoin equals $55,000. There's hundreds of billions of Doge. So when Doge is still $1, people in their minds still think that can at least go to 1000 yeah. and it, it And it can't because there's so many more of them. In reality, if you mm. convert Doge to the same uh, supply as Bitcoin, I think, well, if it's if it's, if it's 10x now, basically a Doge, if it, if there's only 21 million Doge, it's about five and a half grand in dollars. Mm. And so it's only well, so that's if high. Exactly. It's at 10% of Bitcoin now. So if it 10 x again, it's essentially at 55,000. But because there's hundreds of billions of the things, it's still at 50 cents. So it looks mm. cheap. Unit bias is one of the
1: easiest ways to convince noobs that mm. it looks cheap. All day. Uh, but that's why it was right. set up like that. That's why it was set up to, it, to also to mean the crypto market that isn't Bitcoin. It was set there to take the piss out of the fact that you can do that. And they set it to hyperinflate on purpose to highlight people's lack of understanding of unit bias. And people are
2: still buying it. Yeah. Well, the, the original founder, I used to follow him on Twitter because he's a, he's a product guy. And he created it as a joke. Uh, it, it, and he sold every single one. He had some, like, He gave himself 70% of the supply created it as a joke put it on twitter and everyone laughed at it and the price went up a little bit but he dumped it all i mean he dumped he i think he made 10 or 20 grand out of this project dumped billions and billions of doge at 10 or 20 grand and Doge then back in 2016 got its first pump and went to, to like half a penny he, at that point he would have been a multimillionaire. uh he just rage quit and just went i can't <laughs> believe my joke actually would have worked just quit, deleted his Twitter. Everyone was laughing at him. So he's blocking everyone. I got blocked for like, sending a couple of weeks <laughs> <questions away. laughs> uh, He now works for Adobe <laughs> as a product guy, uh, just on a very normal salary. And he would be a billionaire now many times. I, I can't imagine what his brain is like now because seeing Doge at nearly a dollar, he would literally be a multi-billionaire. He would be right so up there. So
4: who's following up now? If he's the creator, who has He's just left it like yeah. the rogue child,
2: like the horse running around the Grand National with no rider. For about two years, there wasn't a single code update. So all the like little vulnerabilities and stuff that have got spotted in various coins. And it's a, it's a copy and paste of Bitcoin. So all the tiny yeah. little updates, uh, they were all just not applied. But in the last six months or so, there's like five developers that have made a couple of updates on the GitHub since it's got its latest pump. But by and large, it's, it's, it's untouched. And the, the thing is, it, it, they all ride off the fact that Bitcoin was so solidly built originally that the code is sound. Uh, mm. but, the, the, but its vulnerabilities are it's centralized. Um, and the developers that essentially have updated it in the last six months, they could update it to do anything. They can just increase yeah. the supply. They could give themselves a load of stuff. It's so, but the, the underlying code itself, is, it's Bitcoin it's satoshi's code and they just they just forked it and just created this inflationary stuff on top and then put a picture of a dog on it instead of a bee and yeah it's it's worked it's captured the imagination a lot of tiktokers are, are tweeting and doing videos about it and and here we are and, it,
0: it, and endow- how many coins how many coins get added every year
1: it's 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 oh. not even that it inflates on like is it a daily or hourly basis yeah i think it's from like five
2: billion a day gets printed like 10 yeah. 10 million a minute or something it's crazy
1: it's stupid oh my crazy. Words. it's the best day.
2: well isn't it a fork of a fork isn't it a fork of litecoin oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So like yeah litecoin's a yeah. Lite, yeah, litecoin fork of bitcoin and then dogecoin to yeah. Litecoin. Yeah, it's just, yeah yeah it's just they're crazy all, they're, they're people are buying it. It,
1: yeah i think it's also,
3: I, I know from my mates that i've tried to influence into the bitcoin sort of journey they always say well okay so where do you see the price going and i I give them that sort of 10x sort of figure in the next few years, whatever, just to sort of say you're not, you're not too late to join. And they always go, but right. Okay. So you just said this is a 10x you're looking for. So why don't I spend a load of money on like the four piece altcoins and I get a 10x there. So it's exactly the same. And this is the problem. So if you go on Coinbase or Binance, whatever it is, you've got a whole list to choose from. You've obviously picked out today a couple of the ones that have actually mooned. There's a, how many hundreds are there that have just got the nothing? And I think that's the biggest message for me. It's like, yeah, you can look at Dodge and go, yeah, it's awesome. Like you made a massive amount of money. However, what about all the other ones that people have chucked a load of money and come to zero?
1: Mm. You also haven't made anything until you sell it. And the question is, when do these people sell? They're all holding it now waiting for a dollar. If Musk was to tweet tomorrow that Doge is a pile of shit and he was taking the piss, the price would crash and half these people get wrecked. That's literally how fragile it is.
0: Yeah. But it, it's one of those ones, people are purely investing on, well, betting on speculation, but other people go into it. So they're hoping it'll moon up. Whereas the whole point of Bitcoin is, it's an improvement on currency. It's an improvement on gold. So it goes back to um, Jeff Bezos, who was saying, invest in something which you believe in, you know, something which is actually going to do some good. Yeah. What What good is Doge going to do? It, it's, it's a meme you know it's absolute okay. rubbish it's there as a joke and people have just gone in it for a joke saying oh, i own like five doge coins and like a million people have done that and it's just kind of got a bit out of control it's gonna absolutely wreck everyone because they just invest in a load mm-hmm. of rubbish it kind of goes back to um the dot-com um bubble where you have people just go oh it's a dot-com stock i'm gonna invest in it but what is it uh whereas the people actually research and actually invest into things like amazon they saw their money you know go up probably have a bit of a dip when it will crash but then absolutely go go through the roof to the moon since and that's you know what we're aiming for is something which actually has value rather yeah. than just something which is well i suppose high time preference trying to get your um, returns straight away we're going low um low time preference let's sit here and, and wait yeah. Yeah, Ironically, it's, really- it's
1: everything that the press and the market and the media would have you believe Bitcoin is. Yeah, that's
2: a great
1: point. It's, it's like it's literally all Doge, is all the fun with a cute dog race. on the
4: front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is also an emotional attachment for people that just we have seen the meme of the dog, which is a real dog, and then they've attached it to Bitcoin and then cryptocurrency, saw so the expected or potential gains and all just combines into one i think
2: yeah it does yeah i think this is the thing that why do people first buy bitcoin they do buy it for number go up that is yeah. that is the number one reason yeah. and then i think when you get a bit deeper in you do it to hedge inflation you see inflation coming and you realize you need to invest but the thing is you can invest in multiple things you can invest in property stocks and shares they will all outperform inflation if you if you do it right because inflation's flowing into all those assets. There's another reason. But then the next two reasons in my mind they're only Bitcoin. And that's the separation of money and state. If you do that, then we're actually actively combating inflation to stop it happening. Because if we buy Bitcoin, then governments can't print more. So we're solving the problem. And then the next one is to be self-sovereign. So mm. on the on the one before you could you could have gold um, but you can't be self-sovereign with your gold, not really. Uh, you can't take it with you wherever you want. You know, it's not easy transportable. You can't pay someone in China with your gold as, as easy as you can with Bitcoin. So I think it, once you're down the rabbit hole far enough, and it's not just about the gains, you also want to hedge inflation. You also want to separate money from state. And you also want to be self-sovereign and be a self-sovereign individual and go anywhere on the planet with your wealth. Once, if you need all four of those things, Bitcoin is the only answer but mm-hmm. most people that come into the space, they're just on number one. They want number go up. And mm-hmm. in that instance, there's a million things that go up. I, if, 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 one, if one of us guys on this podcast right now has the next uh, idea, the next Uber, and you're looking for, for seed funding, and we all could put a couple of grand into that, that startup, that would far, far outperform Bitcoin gains in the next mm-hmm. 10 years. And so there's a million investments that you could do that would outperform Bitcoin. Even 10 years ago, it still outperformed Bitcoin. I think Uber. Um, if you were a seed investor in the, the original Uber that came out around when Bitcoin was uh, created by Satoshi, that outperforms Bitcoin gains. So, but that's you're only in it for gains. You're in it for fiat gains, and you just want to create. You're not you're not bothered about the fact that there's inflation that exists, that governments control money, and that you can't be self-sovereign of your Uber shares. Your Uber shares are stuck on an exchange and could be frozen. At any point, if that if the society you're in collapses, then it all just, all those gains just disappear. And if you were in Venezuela and had you know, four billion in Uber shares, I can guarantee you don't have them anymore, they just got frozen and the government stole them. So that's I mean, that's the it depends how far down the rabbit hole you are. And when I'm seeing Doge go crazy, I'm seeing Cardano go crazy, I'm seeing Ethereum go crazy right now. That's that's where they are. They're on step one, they don't really believe in the mission, they don't believe that governments are bad. And even if they do, they don't really care. They've got their fingers in their ears and they're going, provide I can make my gains, then I don't care. And oh. that's why the numbers are going up.
0: If you look at um, kind of going a bit topical with Turkey at the moment, they seem to be kind of following the pattern. First of all, we've had the uh, massive 100%. inflation. Their currency has been massively devalued. I think they've been for about five different um, finance ministers and we've all kind of gone different directions they've all been sapped after about three months when the, the prime minister or president has realized their economy isn't getting any better and then they've banned bitcoin because everyone's started investing yeah. in bitcoin because they realized that their currency was basically on the um, brink of collapse so they banned bitcoin and the next thing which they do is they put a lockdown in place so no one can actually leave the country yeah. um, based upon 300 deaths out of 80 million people uh, you know <laughs> that they are just that is the next level. Yeah, this is the next level. Watching it play out, I don't think anyone actually realizes where Turkey Turkey is. That is your prime example. That is, you mm. know, you could argue about COVID across the world and kind of wh- whether there has to be lockdown. But Turkey is a prime example where is not needed a lockdown and they just taken full advantage of it to lock their citizens in because they are stuffed.
4: Yeah, absolutely. The inflation that's been occurring, especially because of the pandemic, um, it reminds me, of course, of Cyprus in 2013. But for it now to happen again, when Bitcoin is much more evolved, it will be interesting to watch because they won't be the first country. Before, when other hyperinflations happened, we've kind of just kind of obviously just watched from the sidelines and they haven't had an alternative whereas now they've got a true alternative. The technology is there. We all know, we talked about it last time, uh, you and I, Gaz, in terms of gold, you know, they couldn't take their bars of gold anywhere else. So they've now got a portable digital solution to hedge against all of this. And, yeah, despite their government trying their best, um, yeah, they they do have an alternative and a saviour in Bitcoin. And it's
0: even got a... prison safe for your secret words True, <laughs> hey, true.
2: what do you think mark because they've, they've closed down the reason for the, the reason for exchanging the, the exchange down is aml and kyc non-compliance yeah that's yeah. now and obviously you guys will still work in that space so this could be a load of business for for you guys but what, what's your thoughts on number one do you think it's legit and number two if it, let's just assume it is legit and no domain laundering is happening, does KYC and AML actually stop
1: it? I think, I think we all know that regulation is it's never the full solution. You know, at the end of the day, you're looking at, and we've got to be careful because this is what we do. But I can match. What do you mean unlimited. careful? As in you don't want to get fired or <laughs> no, the no, no. What you sell is a drop. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> it's not quite chocolate it's more like the what's the rock you buy from blackpool <laughs> <laughs> it takes a little bit longer to freaking yeah away. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a couple I of think, cups yeah. of tea out of it but I wouldn't. I could eat- <laughs> exactly i could eat a chocolate teapot in about 10 seconds the rock would take me a little bit longer i think the the, the, the whole reality sales is- pitch. yeah exactly sales pitch you've got to look at the balance between customer friction customer onboarding look at coinbase now best endeavors you know? best endeavors <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, 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 look at Coinbase now. Look at all the exchanges, the backlogs that they've been working through now. And that's just adhering to the current regulation as it is. Even though they're not regulated, they're still doing that to show that they're doing best practice or, or the ones in Europe or around Europe and America are. Um, to, to truly combat money laundering, what do you actually need to do? How far do you need to go into every single person that would sign up if you were going to put a robust process in place to genuinely combat it? You know, I can prove that I am who I say I am. I can prove that I live at the address that I say I live at. But beyond that, if you're only investing so much money, if you're only depositing so much money, if you're only withdrawing so much money, they haven't got the physical time and resource to check every transaction, every source of fund, every source of wealth. So they have to draw a line somewhere. Um, And and that's the vulnerability is where they draw that line. They draw the line quite low. You might say $2,000 a transaction or Ten thousand dollars a transaction if it's cash in person, and and how many transactions fall below that? So, what do you think the money yeah. launderers and the forces do? It's,
4: it's also it's, it's not true money laundering checks because we're not looking at source of wealth or oh. where the actual money has come from. We're not saying, okay, this person has a role in the job. And therefore, we're seeing the money being deposited from employer to said person, that person is getting X wage. And that per- there's a percentage of that wage that is then being deposited into the exchange and they have no other source of mm-hmm. income whatsoever. You know, that's true. Money laundering and in terms of or oh, anti money laundering, but it's the risk uh, and the vulnerabilities. Absolutely, ninety
1: nine percent of people that are transacting their money through those exchanges are not laundering money. Yeah, you know they're not. So, so why put a process in place that would exclude eighty percent of them? You know, they're they're they're, they're yeah, it's it's. Regulation is regulation. We all adhere to it and it pays me a nice salary and it means that I can buy more Bitcoin. So I, I don't mind regulation to a degree. <laughs> Gas hates it, but it's still paying me. So um, I think, the, I, I, yeah, I, it's a difficult question to answer because there isn't a silver bullet solution to it. You know, we'll check well, we in. can't see
0: it now, but there yeah. will be
4: in the future. And that's yeah. the difference, isn't it?
0: You're well, looking well, at things like digital identities, which will probably yeah. be when it actually brings everything together. But are you yeah.
1: telling me when you create a digital identity that you won't be able to replicate that, that you won't be able to sell that, that you
4: won't be NFT's- able to depends well, that? <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it depends <laughs> how deep yeah, they, on the they
4: go
0: into it.
1: Time.
4: Yeah.
0: The regulation is
1: 10 years on. behind the genuine real criminals, if not more. Yeah.
0: Because they'd have to link everything together, you know, whether it's on the blockchain or something else. So things like your spend, your incomes. but But who's um, going to do they, that they, as well? Well, you know yeah. like
1: like, re- like, really like who's who's going to pull all that information together who's going to share all that information but i think it's a, talk through each other
0: i think it's only a matter of time yeah, but I it's just know. it's, it's just going to take something except they're trying to stop do the start of it with the um vaccine passport that's the start of it i can yeah i can tell you that but no one wants it so we're not in that frame of mind to actually be brought in to um like the masses so you've got to think that it's so much privacy. Who owns it? Who regulates it? So do you really want you know Facebook holding on to digital identities after their track record of data or MasterCard exactly the same? Um, Experian, Equifax have all had data breaches and everyone's heard about all these. Um, that's the issue. So someone, you know, someone's got to own it in order to get it up and running. So there was one which was, I think, meant to be self-sovereign, but that fell apart. I can't remember the name of that one now. Mm,
4: I don't I know. It's a, an Apple, you know, like uh, partners with some like the NHS and together it builds from there. I don't think it's a one size fits all, but you know, a lot of, we talked about PhoneGate last week, but you know, a lot of <laughs> everything that you do will be centered around that device. Uh, your Amazon payments and everything that you do there. That combined with your health records, so combined with something else, builds up kind of like a, a combination and a combination of who that individual is. And together you start to build up a picture. And I mean, it's easy for someone because they, they don't have to do anything because they just do what they're normally doing.
1: But the identity and building an identity is one thing. Building a financial a financial profile of somebody that encompasses all of their wealth is such a big task. You know, I, there's projects within the UK right now to bring all your pensions into a single kind of view. And that's yeah. taken, you know, eight <laughs> years and they can't even do that. So, you know, open banking, just Google open banking on what that was supposed to be. And then look at what it is now, five years yeah. later. You know, you, you I, I just think it's, I just think it's one of those things that is too big. I'm trying to think. What's the
0: name of that big. app which brought everything together? Was it Yelp, Yelp, or Yelp or something like that? Yolt. That's it. And that is yeah. the start of open banking, where they actually you could look at your spends and money basically going through your accounts. Or Yoti? Do you mean? I think, no, think it's it was not Yoti. Yoti's ID. Hmm. It's Yolt. So it's Yolt, where you can go. Oh, yeah, here are my accounts. Sign into all your, all your accounts, so you can string them together. To basically look at how much money you're saving, how much money you're spending, where your expenses are going. And that is that's the base of how, how it works, but yeah. it's just the appetite because I think the vaccine passport's up against a lot of opposition at the moment. We've seen it banned in about half the American states. I just don't see it getting through. I think we're trying to push it in the UK, but I just don't yeah. know if I see it getting through. Given
1: given that the government can't even tax people properly. And they need you to tell them what you earn and how much money you owe them. You know, I think I think we're a lot further away from being in a situation where, where we turn around and all of a sudden, you know, that that single view on what we earn, what goes out, what comes in, what all our assets look like, what our pension looks like. Interestingly, they won't have a view necessarily of what the Bitcoin looks like. There was a boating accident yesterday, and we lost it all. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah
0: we're all on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think just the individual
4: up. would want to, wouldn't they? In a, in a, it's like having all your passwords saved in a, a single place. What, you mean Maybe. you're not supposed to do that?
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause laughs> on your
1: phone, oh, only, <laughs> you lose. <yeah.
0: laughs> when there's only one password. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: exactly. Because can,
0: can we all just be a
2: little bit time. honest then about this KYC AML? Because we, we all know the number one use case. For why customers buy it, is because they're told to buy the regs. 100%. Uh, the, 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 most of the fraud and just bad behavior from their customers that, that comes in, before KYC and AML, they're, they're managing that. If people are stealing from them, if people are moving money around and just doing dodgy things, they have a million processes in place to already capture that. Uh, KYC and AML, if that just went away tomorrow. Their fraud teams would still have a load of work to do. And, and by and large, the main reason that exists is purely so transactions over a couple of grand or specifically 10 grand are all logged are flagged Mm -hmm. in a central place and then the government of every single uh, kind of jurisdiction can ask all the financial institutions in the world we have a person here a person of interest please give us every single transaction over this amount And they can confidently go, oh, we can match that person up because you've sent us the passport details of that person. We have a copy of their passport. And they then just basically use it to run how much money should this person have paid us in tax. And it's basically every single KYC and AML, what we're really doing is we're buzzing our government ID card as we walk in and out of financial institutions. So the government, because they're so inept and can't do it kind of centrally anyway, they just want every single company to be buzzing us in and out on every big financial transaction to make sure on those gains we're paying our taxes. Mm. That, is, that is the primor, primor, primary reason why these yeah. restrictions and regulations exist. It isn't combating terrorism, like funding a terrorism. It isn't stopping child trafficking. It isn't sex trafficking. All these reasons are in the 0.001% of the cases. 99% of the use case is to stop tax evasion
4: that's what we're doing can't agree more yeah it is it's just that that digital trigger and if you don't comply oh here's a nice fine for you we're going to shut you down so they are obviously um you know they're they're empowered to do this because of regulation and they have to do it
2: doesn't that annoy you it though it like, obviously we but we all work for the company that that does this and when i first joined like we don't just do that fortunately so there's a few other things yeah. that we do but when i when i first joined that was why i was doing it was basically these products are fighting the bad guys they're a little mm. bit invasive they do invade people's privacy but it's a necessary evil because we're stopping the bad guys <clears throat> once i dug into it more i realized actually this isn't really stopping bad guys you know the bad guys typically can find fake IDs or over the dark web. They get through. They launder their money anyway. So the sex trafficking, the-, the, the Or technology. working
5: cash.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. The 0.01%, to, to a certain extent, they're smart guys. They or, get through. And it's the- Or they
0: um, pay people to do it. Or they do smurfing.
2: You know, yeah.
0: Use multiples, submit it under the yeah. radar.
2: Yeah. So actually, all we are doing, we're not stopping any of that because that gets past the kind of processes we put in place. All we're doing is IDing everyone in and out to make sure they pay their tax. And if anyone doesn't pay the correct amount of tax, the government now have the proof that they didn't and can imprison them and ask for more money. That is literally the purpose of, unfortunately, the products that we built and are still selling. Like, how does that make you guys feel?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can we (laughs) cut cut this bit out? No, no, no. I love how Gaz is, I love how he's asking all this when he's the former head of product.
1: <laughs> I, I know. I mean, the products that you built. <laughs> yeah.
4: this Let's switch it back to you guys.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I'll be
2: deadly honest. I'm ashamed of it. I—that's I, one, yeah. one of the reasons why I want to dedicate myself to Bitcoin now. Is I, I, I really am gutted that that's what I spent a lot of my career doing, and I thought I was doing it for the right reason. But halfway through, I realized it was actually I'm just a government uh like bootlicker i'm just out there helping the government influence. and i and i hate the thought of that i hate it i hate it so much so yeah i'm, I'm gutted i I'm genuinely gutted and i want to try and almost like redeem myself in bitcoin now and undo and <laughs> do like the, like the next 20 years of my life needs to undo the last 10 because i i help the system be more efficient and i hate the thought of that. yeah
1: it's a good product though <laughs> God, bullshit I mean, just you need to KYC and AML, you should hit us up because so. <laughs> then I get yeah. more commission I can buy more bitcoin
4: <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of those things though I don't actually think that we can escape it so you're absolutely right but as they always say the old phrase of death and taxes it is literally always there isn't it It's that's yeah. the reason then. They are there to try and catch you out. Wow.
1: McDonald's having a panic, by the way. You can yeah. see the chat's going crazy. Yeah, my <laughs> disclaimer is, by the way, I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's fine.
1: As long as you're not just drinking orange juice, there, it's okay. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not Ross. were drinking today, actually? Well, yeah, I've um, Dragon Legend.
4: Ooh, interesting. Josh Daniels,
1: funny. It's an easy one. JD, Got a load that yeah. over from Christmas, so. Yeah, it doesn't even
4: count. as and ginger.
1: Oh no, it's not. No, I'm, no, it's just it's like a liqueur, isn't it? More than anything. Yeah. So from my from my feedback from the
3: first pod, number one was why is Ross drinking water?
0: Why do I care what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm, I'm
4: your viewing public. Yeah. I I still he don't care. He is indeed. He is indeed our view in public. What were your thoughts, by the way, Tom? I,
3: I thought it was really good. No, I I, um, <laughs> you, you, spoke, you spoke well, and it's um, educational. Um, so it's quite funny. I listened to it um, in bed, and my missus was even listening to it. I didn't expect her to do And she enjoyed it. She learned a bit. You talk, Does she Tom talk Seth? a lot about
0: me?
1: All the time,
5: mate. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> She says, whatever
1: happens, whatever happens, Tom, don't lose your air, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: That's my favorite bit. I
3: was like one of my clear was there wasn't enough bashing of Ross. I don't so like
1: strong.
4: This Ross guy's got a voice for the podcast, just close your eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but let his silky dulcet, Western Jamaican tone send you off to sleep.
3: <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, it was really really good, insightful. Um as as I, as I you know, Gaz has told you the football bit. I wasn't a fan, but then, you know, it's football opinions are boring now, aren't they? Everyone's got them. Mm. Um, but yeah. it was topical, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I think just keep the educational side thing going. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to find it very useful, which is actually yeah, it's something I wanted yes. to bring up today actually was on the talk of altcoins. Mm. I feel that there's a big area that shitcoins. Sorry, shitcoins. <laughs> like, oh, we, kick him. we kick him if he wasn't next to you wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> cut my balls off <laughs> hey, yeah um it's the trading side of things so i feel that a lot of people get distracted by bitcoin via the shit coins and that's because people are saying, look, trade with me give me you know, 500 quid and i'll make it to 5k and i've seen this first time with some friends that've done it and they do make a bit of money they take a bit out but you know it's the trade inside of thing that I think the capital gains tax is what's going to catch up on people. And I think that's things that people have no clue about. So I thought I'd open that topic up for you guys to have a little chat about, and just, because I think a lot of people are going to get really caught. You know, all those doge people that have spent a few grand in there, got lucky, you know, got 10, 20 K sat there. They're going to probably switch it out. Now stick it into Bitcoin. You know, that's a fair play a good play, but what they're unsure about is there's a two to 4 K tax charge in there. Yeah. And they ain't gonna have a clue. And then two, three years down the line, maybe a bit longer, they're gonna get that letter, which is gonna say you're a 4k from that transaction. What? Well, what? Well, I, you know, I never took money out, but you did. You converted yeah. it. But
0: Bitcoin, you know, whatever. So I thought I'd just open that up to you guys. And have a little... Well, just before we go into that, Tom, have you picked up a really shitty Yorkshire accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, live in, I live in Birmingham now. I'm Birmingham. Oh, God, the accent! I just don't know how to place it. it sounds like Grimsby <laughs> or like something. You think- yeah, I mean, I
3: was gypsy and I've gone from Chester to Grimsby to to Birmingham now. And now I'm in South Wales. Well, Chester
1: doesn't have an accent. No accent? It doesn't have accent? No, Ch- Chester is just like this weird hybrid between everything that's in that area. Yeah. It's yeah. a bizarre one. <laughs> it's, it, it <laughs> looks, it's a really interesting question. It's one that people are happy to play ignorant to. And I bet there's hundreds of people that are there saying, well, I'll wait for that letter. Because hmm. it's like the parking fines. I used to know a policeman in Liverpool. Um, and he said that 80 percent of parking fines in Liverpool, they don't even bother chasing them. There's so many, they physically would cost them more money to chase the parking fines than it would to pay them. And this was five. I hear you on that. Yeah. But,
4: but HMRC and Uncle Sam are different breeds, aren't they? I mean,
1: yeah, but you say, but you say, <laughs> yeah, but you say this. But I think people, people will always believe that they'll be the one. You know, I'll be the person that parks in the hospital car park and doesn't get the letter. And, and inevitably, they probably will. And I think there's an element of ignorance. There's no education around it. Again, no. I, I harp back to if I didn't have you guys, I'd probably be one of those people. Don't worry, Mr. HMRC, I'm paying my tax and I'm doing the declaration stuff. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'd probably be one of those people. Just put the money in, be like, oh, I'm not selling anything. I'll move it from here to here. Or I'll move it from here to here. And before you know it, I've turned 1,000 into 20,000. I might cash 5,000 out of the 20,000, pay what I think is the tax on the 5,000, but actually, not be aware that there's a whole paper trail of transactions sitting back, mm. and I think that goes that goes way deeper in society. We are not taught about money, and this actually brings in a really interesting point that me and my partner were talking about. But last week, when I'm um, when I went out for a walk with her, and I was like, "Why are we not taught about money?" Ask yourself the question: Why they don't teach us about money in school?
0: Because we're too busy learning about. Oxbow lakes, it's <laughs> because they don't want us <laughs> to understand it. They don't want, they don't want. They, could you imagine
1: things? if 80 percent, 90% of the population actually understood inflation, actually understood money? What do you it think is. the price of Bitcoin would be now? I'm like, there's a billion examples, it gets so boring playing the inflation game. It's
0: oh, he's turning to robot,
1: yeah. robot Mark. You're back. Oh, that's really sad. Is that okay?
4: It's now? okay. It, yeah, we, we got the point, and it, you're yeah. absolutely right. And it's one of those things that um, I hold dear to my heart. Old school. Yeah, exactly. See, I can't and that, use absolutely.
2: That All right. We're well, basically, said, hold on, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen. I'll try and add it into the pod. But basically, it's um, from, I think it's from Snoopy. Is that Charlie Brown? Yeah, yes, it's it's Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Yeah, Charlie yeah. It says, Brown. no one's going to give you the education you need to overthrow them. And that's exactly the point that you just brought up there, Mark. That's why. That's why the government doesn't teach you about money, because they want 100% control of it. They know they're abusing their control of that. So why would they spend the time to actually break down their abuse of their number one kind of feature that they can control you with? The number one thing. They go to move. It's it's literally not, they are not, like I've said numerous times on this pod already, like the world is all about incentives. So what is their incentive? Like literally, if if the if the general population learn about money, they learn about inflation. That they're going to rebel against it and re- reject that form of money and move their wealth into some other type of asset that isn't being abused. So you don't want your population to do that. If anything, you want to no. do the reverse. So you want to impound in your population. No, no, debt is good. Yeah. Our money is good. The only thing you should buy for an investment is a house because you never sell that that's that's basically it's a a big ball and chain around your most people's leg uh that they have to work till they're 65 70 to ever pay off that just if anything locks them into the fiat system even more Mm. it's only the people that actually start to unlock all this and then start buying property renting it out and what kind of stuff that's now you're unlocking the investment opportunity in it there but most people never get that far they literally just level themselves up with as much debt as possible and and then and paying that off is seen as a societal success. If you mm. if you die with a house and you brought up a family, you are a success, and uh, that is essentially what we get taught in school. Without us really realizing it, that is what we get taught, and then a load of garbage junk along the side of it. But if, yeah, if people got taught about money properly, that you would have a mass rebellion on their hands mm. from from very young age, and they don't. They want to indoctrinate us into thinking that money is good. Earn your money, get a mortgage. Um, and the main objective of your life is to pay it off. And that, that breeds nice lot of worker ants that go out into society, work in factories, and are fine. I have no idea that their minimum wage that goes up by 10% every 10 years, is that's good, even though inflation is far outpacing them. And they, they're actually poorer the more they earn, not richer. But if they knew that information, they would have a rebellion on their hands. And the hands. Gov- no government wants a rebellion. What would the
4: price of Bitcoin be times? today if everybody understood we'll that. see that. So
0: what was that, Darnell?
4: I was going to say, do you think in our lifetimes we'll see that? Because with social media and the world obviously becoming smaller and smaller, information that used to disseminate used to take ages. But now we are talking more about money. Back in the day when uh, the printing press, I think it's about 600 years or so, we've had an actual physical printing press. But, you know, we they used to burn books but they can't burn digital like copies or things that we can share with one another a story can happen mm. and but, within but, 10 seconds it can be over the other side but, of the yeah. world
2: yeah unfortunately now I, I would say like social media the Golden Age is already over the last 20 years of it spouting up they had no clue how to control it now. Mm. We're, we're so centralized again. Just to, I think just as it happened with newspapers and stuff like that, there was like thousands of local papers. But fundamentally, yeah. once you fast forward 100 years, really there's only five papers that are owned by five yeah. different guys. So all the government has to do is go to those five guys, essentially get them on the payroll, and now suddenly they can control the narrative just that way. And exactly right. the same things happened to social media now. It used to be a free-for-all, but now just look at how many right-wing kind of anti-virus Anti, kind of like pro-Trump people. Mm -hmm. As much as there's a load of views that are mixed in there that I find offensive myself, but I would fight for the right for them to to say it. But they've been blocked, just completely dismissed off all social media. You've only got to look at Donald Trump himself. He's like normally in America, like once you get the presidency, you're always referred to as the Mr. President for your entire life. The like two weeks before he was even taken off as president, he was blocked from all social media for life can never say a single word on there so if they can do that to an ex-president of the united states like the leader of the free world like well even that job title is a complete farce like leader of the free yeah. world he can't even tweet himself now how free mm. is that
0: leader of the free world well, they're to uh, continue with free speech i, l- I yeah. love this they can block his tweets they can block his followers but somehow they can't block racism or paedophilia <laughs> <laughs> You know, like yeah. just that, let every, that single to, to everyone. Yeah. I think Mark's um, playing with porn or something because so his internet keeps on dropping. It's, it's probably
2: the PSG stream that he's got going at the same time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it, it's, it's raining into your other TV and having a PSG Man City game. <laughs>
2: you got three different streams of 4K horn going on that's why it's <laughs> <he's> throwing down <laughs> you can hear us you he just can't speak i quite like this
4: just play the dvds that you no, still got mark it's raining <laughs> <laughs>
1: is it terribly gone can you not hear me Are oh, you're back um, you're back mm-hmm. cool i when it rains genuinely my internet goes. oh yeah of living in the sticks yeah. yeah you're back it's
4: to
1: a
0: robot
2: I might have to drop off. No, you're okay. You're back again. You're
4: back. You're good. You're good.
0: Um, but back to that point, like we're blocking people with different opinions mm. and who don't follow the narrative. That's probably one of the most concerning things which I've actually ever seen. And, you know, once again, we've had like this, um, what's it, social media silence weekend where it was yeah. people like Omri and various others went off social media to go against racism. But somehow we can block someone who says... We're overreacting against the virus. We should be using vitamin D or whatever, but we can't block all these people with racist racist comments, you know, or paedophiles like working in gangs on the internet. Somehow that's not possible.
2: I know, this is typical 2021, isn't it? With virtue signaling, this is all just token efforts to try and combat like these big topics. But in reality, this is—it's just—it's literally just virtue signaling. A load of people that are in the media and people that want to take a selfie or just virtue signal on their own social media say that they're making an effort to combat these bad things. But in reality, those the really worst things like the racism, the paedophilia, the sex trafficking—they don't tweet about this stuff. Not that the real people that are doing that stuff aren't dumb enough to be putting this on their social media. Like the people mm. that tweet about it they're largely joking or trolling like that is just literally just trying to cause offense. And they find it funny uh, that people react and get all offended, but they don't even mean half the things they say The 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 real people that, that mean this kind of stuff and are doing terrible things in the world. They're not dumb enough to put it on social media because the thing is like, as much as I'd like to, if Mark's internet connection is back in now, I'd interested to see on his view because his view was that you need to, one of the ways to combat this is to verify everyone and put someone behind a real identity. And just to start off, like my challenge would be uh, is I, I already know, as I'm anonymous on my Twitter account, for example, but I know full well, if I'm racist or threaten someone's life or do anything that is over the line uh, legally, I know full well that I am accountable for that. They know my device, they know mm. my laptop, my phone, they're coming for me anyway, if I threaten someone's life. I can face criminal charges. I already know the accountability is there, which is why I take my trolling to a
1: certain level just to wind people up. (laughs) 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 I won't quite threaten to kill you, but I will call you a cunt.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing is I got banned from Twitter for like 24 hours for saying someone should try drinking, drinking some bleach or something. And it was just a joke. I did I just <clears throat> I just said it would work better than the vaccine at <laughs> killing corona, but you know it was just a joke. I didn't you, say drink it, just like you might want to try. But yeah, uh, the, tru-
4: can say it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the thing is, though guys, the thing is though, guys, like and and I say this, I, I I say I say this genuinely meaning that you're one of the smartest people I've ever met. There are so many fucking retards in the world, right? <laughs> so and <laughs> and what what I would say is that they that fear of Some people feel anonymous on social media. They create a fake name, they create, and they feel anonymous. It's back to your AML KYC point. They can track you, but do they? Well, they probably would do if you went to kill somebody. Would they if you used racially provocative language? Probably not. But if somebody famous complained about you hard enough, they probably would. What, What it would do is it would take away the 90%. So it would take away the majority. The kids in the bedroom don't you know, don't really have a clue of what's going on. The uneducated majority sitting in, you know, council estates in their stellar stay invests, you know, it, it would, it would stop that happening because they wouldn't appreciate the technological advances that are out there and they would probably not do it. The other thing that it would do, it would create a community whereby those that have that accountability and the accountability that I know you're already aware of, will only interact with those that are also at that level you doesn't mean you don't have a Twitter account but if you're not verified if you haven't linked it to an identity I can't talk to you so then you put the choice back to the person do I want to sit in the ether with everybody where anybody can engage with me and I know I can get this or do I want to elevate myself one level higher and say I actually You know, at least if I'm being called a cunt, I know I'm being called a cunt by Gaz and not somebody pretending to be Gaz. So Mm. I think think you're right. You know, the the organised crime, the organised paedophilia, the organised sex traffickers, the organised racist communities, it's not going to affect them. But what it will stop is, you know, Raheem Sterling or Marcus Rashford or pick any one of those footballers getting hundreds of messages a day from kids. And, 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 you yeah. know, I think one of the
2: biggest issues, though, do you think it combats this? Because what I've seen anyway, I, and admittedly, I've, I haven't looked into it a lot, is it tends to be kids from like Bangladesh, like Thailand, India. They're the ones posting this garbage on some of our black footballers. And yeah. the, always the, the challenge is it's the jurisdiction because yeah. it's a Brit, technically, it's a British person now has had this crime committed against them, but the person that did it. Is some 13 year old in India,
1: but that's exactly
2: like what do you do about that? Like, they don't yeah. know what the hell to do about it,
1: yeah. But what is social media there for? It's there for people to interact, engage, and you know, in, in its purest form with the people that they want to interact, engage, and follow, and and you know, have it, that window into their life. Interestingly, Twitter is the only social media I am on. I don't count LinkedIn, that doesn't count. Um, you know, I have no Facebook, I have nothing else, nothing else, no Instagram. I, oh. And I'm purely on it to follow the football. I, I 100% get where you're going, and you can sit there and, and and it's a fair challenge. But if again you go back to that point and you say, well, you know, yeah, well, what are we going to do outside those jurisdictions? Do people say, well, do you know what? You've you've ruined it. We don't want you interacting with us. We're you know, if you can't,
0: we're getting into prove yourself, passport yeah. territory,
1: aren't we? But are, no, but are we though? Like, are, like I, I don't think we are. Like, it's a choice. To say,
0: but it's a choice to have a vaccine passport. Mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> that, I, think, I think that's a bit different. I, look, I, I feel Please. like, like Please. flip it around, Please. how would you combat it? How, how would you stop this happening? Well, to stop the. Now I'm
2: asking you, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, uh, how would I? Well, Mr. Man, I before I probably answer, I just want to throw it to Darnell because people that are maybe listening to this on audio, don't know, maybe, but um, <laughs> Dano, you're you're black, right? <laughs> so <laughs> and, uh, can you time can, can you confirm? <laughs> and time and, and the rest find. of us are white, so this is like it's almost like uh, you yeah. know, to a certain extent. You, know, I do think that my opinion on this matter, like I, I because by and large, I actually do believe, like if like the internet is an nasty place, right? Were
4: you going to say that? <laughs> you going to say <laughs>
2: that? I believe I'm black. <laughs> I believe I'm black.
5: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I self-identify as half black player just a little bit but um but no because my, my large my by and large like my view on it really and i don't and this is the thing like i don't think my opinion is is as, as as good because you you potentially haven't come from that and haven't experienced it because there's the internet's a horrible place so i look at like the black football players and they, they're they getting the racist abuse and it's really easy to to abuse a black player they just put the what i've seen is they put the um the monkey imagery there and they just post a load of that and they press send but then if i go to um, Mohammed Salah's one. They'll be saying something and something anti-Muslim. But then, if I go to a white player's, they'll be so say you know, Tom's um, um, a Villa fan. If I go to Jack Grealish's page, they'll be saying something about his stillborn brother. Mm. So mm. they're going to the most offensive thing they can possibly find and just posting part of it. And my, my personally, my opinion is, if you are you, you get to that point. And you are some form of celebrity and you have millions of followers you just have to accept that 0.1 percent of people are purely going to go there to try and offend you try and get a rise and but by and large the majority of the comments are are nice and are from your fans mm. but I think especially in football obviously there's these rivalries so the, the opposition fans will just come and try and wind you up but I'm interested in putting in your view Darnell to see whether as a non-celebrity have you ever like experienced that and what your view is on what you think
4: should be done to, to stop it yeah um personally i haven't ever experienced it um in terms of anybody like coming at me on social media very similar to mark i'm not on facebook uh, i use instagram here and there i don't count linkedin as social media but I would say I do experience it like on a daily basis or think about it. right? So here's an example today. Uh, I live in a white area. this is like white suburbs around here yeah. And I took my son to the doctors and I'm getting into uh, the Land Rover discovery and I press the wrong button and it just, the alarm goes off. And I'm like, I didn't oh. steal it, I didn't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I this. Exactly, I didn't steal it. I've got my mask on and my hood up and oh I'm trying God. to put my son in the car. And I'm like, and it would not turn off at all. And straight away, I've got this feeling inside of me, like someone's gonna probably try to call me out here. And I'm and like, no. I should have to feel like that, mm. but automatically I felt like that as a suspect because maybe, uh, you know, if I wasn't black, then people would just be like, oh, it's a mistake, you know, obviously he's pressed the wrong button. But in my mind, I was just like, oh my God, the shame. And that's, I think, one of those daily occurrences that, the majority of people of colour definitely feel when, because, you know, even though you see so many minorities in the UK, it's only really a small percentage when you look at, you know, the, I don't know, 66 million people in the UK, it's about 3% are black people. or And then like 4% or 5% are Asian and so on. So, Obviously, we can look up in the stats, but I I think it's a real small percentage, but you automatically assume, or at least I do, okay, maybe that person's in the wrong world, they're up to no good. But it was funny, in the same white suburbs area that I live in, the doctor I go to see is black. And I was just like, oh my gosh, shit! There's yeah. two of us up in here. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> I was just like, yes, and so it was. It was a good thing, but that that's my experience, and that's how sometimes I feel in society. Mm-hmm. I feel for those um, celebs, definitely on Twitter, but I definitely get your point. that 99% of all of the messages. Will be um, will be cheering for them. Will be like, oh my god, you know, you're my hero, you're my inspiration. You got me through this. I won x amount on uh, on my accumulator when you scored this. What I really find is interesting though is teams and and fans will typically have people of colour on their team too. Yeah. So when they are. Giving racist slurs or talking about an individual, and it's not even necessarily racist. Like, because I'm glad you brought up the the Jack Greenish um, thing. It's like, hold on, you're kind of berating that person and you're booing that person, or you're giving you know racist slurs, uh, slurs to them. But yet, you've got five players that when they score a goal for you, they're your hero. Mm-hmm. Of the same color, or they may have gone through the same thing, so I, I really don't get that mm. I, I don't what, what about you guys
1: I think for me, and it's you know like like i said i i don't feel like I can speak for you, but what I can say is that it it's not just about the racism you know mm. should women, just general women sitting there have to put up with people sending pictures of their dick to them guys, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know it would fuck you over, but should they have to put up with it? You know, <laughs> I, I'm happy to review each one before it gets boarded on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the woman, <or> the <laughs> but you know, and, and it goes, it goes broader than that. You know, like yeah. these platforms are are not places for children, so they shouldn't mm. be able to get an account. They shouldn't, but they can right now today. Oh, I, totally I totally agree. It doesn't, agree. it doesn't solve the problem. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, you do this, you get a silver bullet. I certainly think it would reduce some of it, certainly in certain markets and certain countries. I'm telling you right now, Dick face from the council estate is not going to send five women, a picture of his cock. If they report it to the police and they know it's verified back to him, you've got plausible diability When you're looking at a hairy sausage, you're like, well, that could be anyone's hairy sausage, but the minute it's linked to a passport, you know, mm-hmm. that's the hairy sausage that belongs to that passport. And that's, you know but I, f-
0: but I think they probably could get them already tinder it's linked through to facebook we are just like kind mm. not bothered but,
1: but you say but you say you say this though like you would have a million different things like you'd be like oh well you know I flat share with four lads we've all on the same ip address we share a lot do you know what I mean like the, the, whereas if you were like, saying I've like, logged like, in <laughs> into that account with my username my password and that is my identity then but just you makes, know each individual
4: device has a, a digital fingerprint as yeah, well yeah yeah but you share
1: with a communal laptop you know I, I, all i'm saying yeah. is that it but, makes but it then easier. your account's
0: been signed in permanently you know yeah. i still think it's the same issue i think you're adding in a further layer I which oh, kind I of may restrict people i think you understand how intelligent
1: you are versus how intelligent if you iq tested all of us on this versus the general public, the perception would be fuck if I have to set up an account with my passport and my driving license and blah blah blah, I'm not going to go through all of that and then start doing that. It's Correct. the it's the friction. Oh well, yeah, it's a deterrent.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, 100% but what happens if the um, what happens if a dick pick is tasteful? <laughs>
1: What do you <laughs> mean it's like dressed with flowers around it? And stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah. stylish black and white with a, yeah. you know. Hey, we're not going what, into What the is black the woman doing out of the kitchen like,
4: anyway? Mood lighting. <laughs>
0: I, think, I think the reality is,
1: like, people underplay. It's that whole death by perception. You know, the perception is they're doing more with that information. The perception is that. that I feel we've I, taken
0: I, a complete utter turn off Bitcoin with this.
1: But it does link back to Bitcoin. That's
2: why Gaz has asked it. Yeah, yeah, because I think fundamentally, you know, Bitcoiners obviously hate the verification and Twitter is getting more and more verified, more and more censored. So I think I, I would actually probably support some of the stuff you're saying here, Mark, because all it would do is incentivize another social network to pop up that, again, isn't verified. It, people mm, just move yeah. to it because It'd people be want to... a
4: licensed social platform. Because if that's what you want,
1: if that's what you want from an engagement, if that's what you want from a world, then push everybody into there. You know, the 21-year-old girl who posts a selfie of her and her mates on a night out and then gets inundated with guys messaging her doesn't want to be on that social network that you're talking about. She wants to be able to post that photo without having to see Ross's dick.
0: Well, we all, uh, I love how you say my choices. name, I'm married. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> why you do it. Don't cause me to get divorced. I need to keep my Bitcoin. <laughs> you shouldn't know about that either.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't know. No, I do think as well. Everybody's got a choice, don't they, about which platform that they use. And they give up that right once they've gone on to that platform as well nobody's forcing them to use twitter or facebook or instagram
2: exactly and all these platforms as well you can protect yourself you can have your tweets protected your instagram can be protected you can verify each person you want to interact with then you you can just you can do a lot of restrictions on that already Mm. the problem is people are clout hungry. They want millions of likes. They want millions of views. And then they don't accept the fact that out of the millions, 10 people say something offensive and then they Mm. kick off. And then suddenly 99.9% of us then have to have some restriction put on us to go, oh, we all need your passport now. It's like, what, because of 10 idiots? Like just rock the 10 idiots and move on. Like, come on. Or if you're really that offended, just protect your tweets, protect your...
0: Yeah, you can turn off comments on Instagram, so it really makes no sense. You can do that on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, and, you can limit and it and to you your followers. You can set your
1: you? account up so that you don't you don't get direct messages from people that you don't follow. I, look, guys, I think I think I think the thing is this is one of those things where we're both half right or both or both right to some degrees. The, the reality is people do have these choices, and this this comes back to the core of the problem, which is they don't want to solve it because they don't want mm-hmm. to solve it because they want the three point three million followers. If they because it goes back you to actually, the
0: greed of man, yeah, there's no balance. it's, it's a high time preference, people.
1: yeah, yeah. If you actually verified those people of those 3.3 million, how many are real people? Probably no. about 10%. The rest are bots and people with multiple accounts and people who have set up accounts to a troll. So, no one wants to go from 3.3 million followers to 300,000 followers overnight. So mm-hmm. Gaz is absolutely spot on. If they actually cared about the things they talked about, there's a million different ways you can solve it. Verification might be one. Locking your account might be another. Not letting these people report in every single IP address that that, that posts something offensive that goes past that line. They, yeah. they can do all of this stuff if they really wanted to. And they don't. Yeah, agreed. And they don't. Agreed. So I guess, I guess I want to see something happen because I have a little girl, you know, and I don't want her to... To have to put up with that. I don't think she should have to put up with that.
0: It could be, you know, to her, protect your tweets or whatever else. Yeah. You know, that could be the response to, accept, well, you know, I've got a little girl as well. My kind but of the like thing up, is, upbringing for her will be, you've got to protect yourself because there's horrible people. Yeah, but you protect your tweets.
1: Yeah, I, I get all this, but say, you know, put, put yourself in dad mode. Your little girl has her tweets protected. This person that she thinks she knows from school you know, let's call him Tommy Smith, adds her he's got Tommy Smith's picture, got all that stuff. Well, first then of all, that's have to bet him. Then, then he starts messaging her <laughs> really inappropriate stuff and it turns out it isn't Tommy Smith, it's just somebody who's taking his pictures off Facebook and created an account in his name. You'd be fuming. You'd be like, why haven't you done more to stop this? She thinks she's talking to Tommy Smith. So, yeah, I get it, but, but I think there's, there's argument. But I do
0: also think it's a bit of a lesson she's going to have to learn. Oh, well. F- you know, there are people like that because it's life. Can't, it can't all be sugar-coated? I don't know. Do you think
4: that we'll ever hear uh, back from Trump and he will no longer be silenced?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I've seen... He's actually been on American TV a couple of times, but it looks like the mainstream media have agreed just to not put him... Not report it. It's like he's
1: disappeared. Yeah. Like he disappeared. That's what I mean. I, yeah. I, honestly, like, I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime, but... Copy.
4: Go from, is, like, all these followers, all these tweets to nothing. He, he has been cancelled. Because boy, we do <laughs> equally. And, I, you know, I, I'm sure share the majority of the room in terms of, I agree with what he says, but I can make that choice. Mm. And obviously, I
0: don't mind hearing. But I can listen to it. I just don't have to agree with it. Mm. Let him Fair talk. With- and There's a lot of shit which I don't want to hear, which everyone else else has the right to hear. It, exactly.
1: I think I yeah, I think I think there's absolutely a balance, you know. But there is a balance between free speech, but when does free speech go too far? Who sets the rules in terms of what is and isn't acceptable, you know? Mm. And I think it's difficult because we three, me, Ross Gaz, have not had to live with the I can't even unlock my car by accident. Without the alarm going off and me looking over my shoulder, or apply for a job and worry, you know, what are my prospects of applying for that job? Actually, ironically, now that we're all men, it's probably gone down. We're missing some assets that would probably get us in those boardrooms. But <laughs> 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 we them off and we get straight in. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Yeah>, Gender <laughs> assignment is, <laughs> yeah, it's up there.
2: just on the free speech comment have you you been following the Julian Assange case at the moment from from Wikileaks
0: Um, I've seen little bits I've been keeping a careful eye on it but it's one in my kind of view about Assange like years ago I kind of thought oh god what a twat whereas now I've kind of been looking and going you know what he probably was right to do this so kind of things which he's exposing along with um, what's his name Edward Snowden So I think my kind of views, as I've kind of learned a bit more about the world, learned a bit more about well, money and Bitcoin, I think I've become a lot more sympathetic towards them.
2: Yeah, well, the the mainstream like media narrative on both of those guys, Snowden and Assange, is they're essentially traitors. They've they've um, compromised like American security. They've released some of their secrets, and they should be treated as traitors and punished by imprisoning them for the rest of their lives. But when you actually look at it, they've literally just been following the First Amendment, which is freedom of speech, and being able to hold their own governments to account. And just because the government doesn't like the information they've revealed, they've decided to kind of twist the narrative to go, no, 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 you're allowed freedom of speech, but not about us. So you've embarrassed us and revealed a whole host of things about the illegal wars we've been into, kind of the mass surveillance we've been doing on not only the American people, but people all around the world, this has hugely embarrassed us. Uh, so therefore, we are going to basically make sure your life is a misery. And uh, what's happened to Assange is, obviously, he, he ended up in Britain in an Ecuadorian embassy. And mm. there were some really spurious rape allegations for him um, in his time in Sweden, which very much looked like a plant. The Swedish woman kind of popped up out of nowhere, accused him of rape it didn't didn't work out but then they managed to get him like, drag him out of Ecuador um the embassy through some kind of they kind of even that they amended the narrative to say he was a bad um house guest managed to drag him out America said they're nothing to do with the extradition this has nothing to do with them but the second they got him out of that embassy and into a British court straight away American went and issued um, extradition treaty papers and want him on to be tried on American soil almost instantly so it's just super suspicious that as you speak out about any of these large governments, then freedom of speech just goes out the window, constitutions yeah. go out the window. Right? Like, let's be honest. Like the, uh, do
4: you think these corporations are scared of that decentralized social platform, which I'm sure somebody's already thinking of them creating oh. in the background because it will take away their monopoly?
2: Yeah, I think they only care about it once it reaches scale. They didn't care about yeah, social yeah. media until it reached scale, became dangerous, and then mm-hmm. they wait until the thousands of the, the versions all consolidate into five and then they just regulate the five. It's super yeah. simple. So a decentralized version, though, they would be proper scared of. Well, I it's that. like, we've
1: just spent... Thirty-five minutes not talking about Bitcoin, which is the opposite of what I just advised you guys to do. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. I reckon. What well, I think
2: a good topic we discussed um, last week when you weren't here was our favorite Bitcoiner and the most hated Bitcoiner. So um, we've kind of given our views. I reckon we should throw it Bitcoiner, over to you. favorite Bitcoiner, and the most hated person in Bitcoin. So, so for mine, mine oh, was um, that's
0: very broad.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can have anyone you want. So mine was Craig Wright. He's technically, he pretends to be Satoshi and stuff. I just yeah. like him. <laughs> My favourite was one of the Bitcoin core developers, Peter Todd. I think Darnell, who did you? didn't. I, with, like,
4: uh, I didn't have a dislike.
1: Peter Schiff, on it? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Schiff. He was, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, Schiff. right. Okay. That's a really interesting one. I'm beginning to think he's in on it. Oh, yeah. What With his son. Right. yeah, yeah, because every time he tweets, the first reply back is his son, before anybody else even has son. It's like they're sitting next to each other.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: And he yeah. always tweets the bottom. The second he says something, boom, 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 boom.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, great. Right. he's a great bottom signal because it's like once Bitcoin has gone down for enough days, that's when he gets the confidence to go, I'm going to shit on Bitcoin today. And then yeah. that's pretty much like, yeah, everyone that's going to shit on it and everyone that's going to sell it has sold. So thanks for marking the bottom, only up from here. Yeah. yeah. You can trade his tweets when he tweets about Bitcoin.
1: Bitcoin's going up. Yeah, he 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 would be mine, but only because I think he's scamming everyone. Okay. <laughs> he, he's, he's, your he's, there. he's your favorite? Definitely in on it. Oh well, I, yeah. Apart from you, um, I think <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I've got to I've got to put it out there. Like for me, the big change in when Bitcoin became more mainstream, but not mainstream enough, and when my slightly like skeptical, lazy ass was like, "Oh, this is getting serious now, sailor." You know, Mr. Microstrategy, like I mean, he's Chad he, Sailor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, him <laughs> with his, him with his two point <laughs> two billion <laughs> rolling around. Yeah, I think, I think, I think when you start, there's two, there's two investments that invest in something that you understand and that you're passionate about, or copy what really successful people do. Yeah. You know, and think well, they obviously know something. Like there's a reason when when you're betting on horse racing that some fields will be like horses 100 to 1, 80 to 1, 50 to 1 and then there's one horse that's 1 to 8 on and you're like, whoa, what's going on here? That horse is going to win the race." <laughs> you know. Yeah. So 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 it's it's yeah, it, I guess it's I guess there's an element of that. Like like I say I feel I feel a little bit fortunate we've got a group of people that have already done a lot of the research. And, and there was two topics. It was your favorite people and then your favorite collateral. As one of the most inherently lazy people in the world, like that, the <laughs> the, the Bitcoin lessons app, condensing um, condensing all that collateral into an app that you can just swipe and tick and get a cute little bunny looking thing telling you that you're right <laughs> or wrong. Oh my God, bliss. Can do it while I'm sitting on the loo. You know, it's, it's, but yeah, I think I would say sailor for that. Shift because he annoys me so much. It's like I, I feel like it's a scam. And I it used to be that UD guy.
0: The oh, Udi I, a minute.
1: Yeah, that I messaged you about. I was like, what's this guy on about? And you were like, yeah, he's just a troll. <laughs> Which one did what as in you like him or dislike him? Bit of both.
2: Yeah, because he he he, flipped, he likes to troll yeah. everyone. So he yeah. he's normally <laughs> a Bitcoin maximalist, but he loves trolling Bitcoin maximalists pretending to like eth <laughs> like
1: BNB, but then he is hate he's, he's literally he's universally hated, which is quite a talent. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant, and and, and thus has twisted me around to admire him. So but <laughs> he, he keeps going. He's actually yeah, is quite yeah.
2: funny as well. Occasionally, there's a funny tweet in there, and you're
1: like, oh, that's funny. But... Well. Well, when you're new into Bitcoin and you're nervous because you've just converted all your spare cash, <laughs> all your savings, and all your shares, and you've got someone like him saying, oh, this is the top now, only down from here, and you thought he was into Bitcoin, you do shit yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait a second, this isn't what, gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he's trolling. He's literally just trolling. He's yeah, just yeah. like,
2: he's he winding you up. But yeah, I think they would be mine. Okay, Ross?
0: Um, not 100 how to, how to pronounce it as I've only just only read the name, but Cephadine Amus. Um, yeah, he, he wrote the Bitcoin Standard because it kind of goes back to when I think I fell fell into Bitcoin. I think um, I saw you either comment or like a few few of his tweets, Gaz, and I started following him, and then saw the Bitcoin Standard and well bought it. And then obviously changed my kind of um, realisation about money, kind of encouraged low time preference, reading up on Bitcoin, meant that I kind of thought more, more than just about money in terms of low time preference. So things like training, food, it's all everything, look, looking at yourself within a couple of couple of years, admittedly, already pretty much had a low time preference, but it kind of made me concentrate a little bit more. So he's my favourite. I don't think there's anyone else at the moment anyway. Least favourite, was a few people who kind of, there's Erdogan, so Prime Minister of Turkey, because of what he's doing to the Turkish at the moment. you got Charlie Munger, so if you're not aware of Charlie Munger, he's mm. Warren Buffett's number two. Little bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that we, we love Warren Buffett, but it was just one of his comments, with Buffett's been like, I'm staying out of Bitcoin, I don't understand it, don't want to comment on it. Whereas this 97-year-old turned around and said, I don't welcome a currency that's so useful to kidnappers us and extortionists and so forth, nor do I like shuffling out of the extra billions of billions of dollars to somebody who's just invented a new financial product out of thin air. So where does money come from? Where does inflation come from? And um, Mrs. is who has various stocks and banks. How much money has been laundered through through the banks, which he partly owns? Um you know, in the various companies which they own or partly own. So I just kind of looked at it and thought, you tit. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: that, that exact argument at the end there, exactly. He's invested in all the largest companies that have gone up over the last 100 years, and he wants us to buy his bags. It's just you could use that same argument against
0: but it. Him. But it's also, you know, you say money laundering, but okay, let's go here's the amount of money laundering in Bitcoin, and here's the amount of money laundering (laughs) in cash.
2: In banks, directly through the banks as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't sit me, because there's a really good example in Mexico where I think it was an HSBC, but I might be wrong, so don't want to get sued for slander, where they redesigned Mm -hmm. the um, cash intakes so that they could actually put crates of money um, from this particular cartel straight into their vaults. So let go bang into, into the crate holder and then then in. And may redesign a bank for that. So that just kind of says what you need to know. Um and I suppose the last one was Bill Gates, but I don't think he's so bad next to what I've just said about Charlie Munger.
2: Mm. He's getting divorced today. Do you see that?
0: Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. You should pay her like, in
1: Bitcoin. Th- I
0: was like, thank God someone else has had enough of his shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I sympathize for anybody that has to go through that. there's
2: there's Uh, two two rumors on there where number one it could be this is devastating to gates because suddenly he's going to finally have to kind of open up his financial books because potentially you have to split it in half so it's going to expose him but then there's a second one which i think is probably more likely where it's actually a really good way of hiding a load of your assets Mm. by putting it in a legally different person. So if you do divorce your wife, you can hand over the 50% and include in that because he's been buying up thousands and thousands of acres of land in the US, Mm. around lakes and rivers. So it very much looks like Bill Gates is literally buying the water supply of America, which is insane to actually kind of think about where someone can buy the water supply. But that looks like what he's doing. It'd be very interesting. He's buying fields
0: as well, agricultural fields.
2: Yeah. So, which is essentially the water and then food supply, and then he's also on a mission to combat uh, beef and meat. He doesn't want people eating meat, which means they're going to be pushed into these into these veg. And obviously, it
0: wasn't really about Bitcoin. It's more about the beef for me.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, he's just he's literally the he's a soy boy in
0: banking. I mean. Peter I will never t- I will never take medical advice off someone who's shaped like a pear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the
2: meme where you've got Joe Rogan on one side, like ripped as fuck, MMA guy. That hates and vaccine. he's 50
0: something, isn't he? Joe Rogan. He's he not, is, like he he's is. young. He's so
2: he's three.
0: in good yeah. shape.
2: He's ripped, and you've got Bill Gates next to him. He wants you to take the vaccine. Obviously, he's financially incentivized to do so, shaped like a pear. Do you listen to him, who who also, by the way, is not a doctor and is not a scientist. Or do you listen to somebody other guy just, who isn't a doctor, isn't a scientist, but is an MMA fighter, ripped, and doesn't want you to take the vaccine? Like, just pick pick your poison. Like,
0: which one? Well, who do you Joe Rogan wasn't vaccine. so much about him taking vaccine; it's about his daughter. He didn't want his young daughter taking a, a you know, something which is untested.
5: Mm.
2: Uh, so, you want to finish off the round the table of favorite and most hated Bitcoiner? You go for yep. Tom. To finish yeah, off. so
3: um, I'll start with my least favorite, and that is people that are traders. Um, and basically, they're not—they kind of put
0: themselves out there. As we need people. a name.
3: Oh, I've got one. He's a, um, ought <laughs> to me. Can I say, yeah, Tim Rickey <laughs> You've probably never heard of him, but he's a, a guy that I am—I um, followed because my mate did, and hes a, in my eyes a proper scammer. So he takes people's money, promises in the world, and it's people like that that give the rep of scamming association with bitcoin and mm. you know what social media is like for um sort of wildfire and that and that's one of them and so for that for me that's that's the time i'm going to encapsulate is as traders that like i say give a bad rep to bitcoin from my favorite what, what does he
4: trade on out him out
3: well, yeah, true, actually. <laughs> the thing is, it's got like a, it gets, yeah, it, it looks quite sound. And I, what I do is I generally screenshot what he posts for his annual yeah. reports, or his monthly reports, send to Gaz, and he just goes, you know, just generally turns about back, just, just saying, I'm going to slap you. Did he, did he, did he, did he trade shitcoins, or it just Bitcoin only? No, just shitcoins. Shit and, and then he then then he he says he basically buys in Bitcoin, then he's going to sell, he predicts and stuff like that. And basically, there's a lot of graphs I've seen elsewhere that he says he's put together. He's just, yeah. right.
0: Um, yeah, and it's funny with these is you hear about them says oh someone says oh i've made lots of money and then um suddenly it disappears when we said oh i've, I've recently invested in this other one that's and exactly like that. banks bang silence and it's just like have you just lost all your money <laughs> and day, he's trading what he does he trades on everyone else is
3: when it's a profit he takes a cut and then he's like exactly the same he, he, i asked my mate i said have you taken any of your, your five grand out that you've made he goes oh no no because apparently it's going to be 20 like, there we go <laughs> There's the carrot again. Um, So yeah, that's us for me. And then favourite Bitcoiner, I know it's probably a bit, (laughs) you guys are probably going to be embarrassed, but Gaz. And the reason for that is I've obviously got a busy life. I'm probably like a lot of general public, like I'm doing MBA and stuff like that. So any of my spare time, I'm researching other things. So what what I found I was doing, this is going back to 2017, I wasn't doing that then, but when I was researching stuff, I was generally then asking Gaz, what do you think of that? And he was going blah, 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 and you knew way more. So I know the whole, the Bitcoin thing, you know, don't trust Verify. So I trusted Gaz, but what I do do is I do also call them out and stuff and he generally can answer it very well.
0: So- Are like, you just trying to get into his will?
3: I'm already in it. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and the thing is it seems he's like six bit- of his 24 words so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs <him. laughs> That's it um so it, it goes back to when i was like 18 i started to be able to trust what he said because before that i couldn't trust the thing um but then, <laughs> me and Gaz, go- interesting you say that yeah we've got some thought as well and like he's given me some advice on other stuff pre-bitcoin that paid off and that was the start of my journey on having the money to buy in and that was back mm. in 17 Um, i was a few months after Gaz, but so, yeah, and you've just always like been able to give the advice. And then when I said, and I actually have fallen down the rabbit warren of like, the, the shit coins and gone, I've heard about this. I've heard this advice. What do you think? And you, you barely, I just get replied, I'm a nonce. <laughs> 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 Question shuts, is though, no, Tom. Have shuts, you ever yeah. bought any? No. Oh, well, the, the only ones it was was from 2017.
1: what so so you have? Did you buy? Yeah. E- Ethereum. So oh. I am genuinely the only one.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, bought, I bought Ethereum. It was like, oh, it's so good. So I bought it, when it just sat on um, my Coinbase account. What on earth was yeah. that?
2: Yeah, it's, a dog. <laughs> it's a dog, aren't it? <laughs>
0: He's soaking wet. So Tom, out of interest, you said you first bought in 2017. Have you constantly bought since 2017?
3: No, so I was in a, a really different position to what I am now. So I bought in a sort of a lump sum and then just sat on it. I went through the rollercoaster of going through the roof and then I also saw it coming down. I just held. Um, and so I've been through how it feels to lose so much money and then, but then you see it growing again. And then probably the last sort of like two years or so I've had, I've been dollar cost averaging in. Um, and I do it every so you- Funnily, I have a, a, a theory. On the 26th of every month is when I happen to get paid. And it genuinely, there was a dip. It goes down. <laughs> I swear it's because people get paid on the 28th. Mm. I might get paid. Mm. You see it go up. I, I see it going down on the 26th, and then
1: it generally goes up into the. you buy the dip every month? By accident.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
5: W- nice. W- well, nice. you back, I'm a bit like that because
1: back- we get paid on the 21st. And I always feel like I buy on the 21st, and then I see it go down about a week later, and I'm like, yeah. for fuck's yeah. sake, why didn't I wait a week? Yeah. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, and I think it's. I, I, I have Blockfolio and I, I can see every transaction and I can see as mm. i are at with it. And it's just the key is just to not worry about it. And that's what I try and tell yeah. people. Like, sometimes you buy in, you might go, oh, it's forty and a half thousand and a half thousand now. Let's wait until it goes to 39. You think, actually, let's just think about that. You're actually going to make about two pounds. It's, it's nothing. Mm. It's, it's next to nothing. Just, just buy in now. And don't worry about it.
0: Um, it's also, how are you going to predict how everyone in the world's going to buy or sell Bitcoin? Mm. You know, this is someone at work, says you know they buy and sell on the dip this is before it properly took out took, took off over last year i was like how can you predict that which is oh i seem to be doing fairly well it's like so you've had a couple of lucky ones whereas well, thought, you know like I you said it it, it's
2: just in a bull market
0: yeah well exactly. it's, it's like you've
2: got
1: to remember you, you like and it was guys that said this to me you're always going to buy the first time you buy will be the most expensive like time and it's so true like everybody i've spoken to that's ultimately gone on to buy is bought probably in or around a high so i was doing it when we were around that 20k and then it went up to the 30k and then i got my partner to do it and she bought at 30k and then it inevitably pulls back after that you will lose money in inverted commas on that first transaction but if you wait even a month it will always and i like like there will definitely be times when it doesn't but it Genuinely goes up, you know, and all you do is you just keep buying, and it's that mentality that this group has input on that's mean that every time I get paid, I buy, and sometimes the price has gone up, sometimes it's gone down, sometimes you're buying at a high, sometimes you're buying a dip. I I buy a chunk and then I save some back to DCA and and
0: then DCA. So do you buy? Do you buy at the start of every month, just like on the twenty first?
1: I guess I'm a bit different to everybody else because I'm the only one on this call that's divorced. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, i special. have quite an expensive um quite an expensive 21st of the month so it for me it depends on my commission basically my commission is bitcoin if i could ask gbg to pay my commission in bitcoin i would do but my day-to-day pay is my day-to-day pay that pays for everything else and if i have a month where i don't earn commission i have a month where i don't really buy bitcoin
4: yeah. but
1: i actually say this and then i look back i buy bitcoin pretty much yeah, every but- day yeah and ga- and again because of gas. So, yeah, so like, I don't know.
0: buy I don't buy a lot anymore, but I buy it every week no, no, no. every month. Every month. The roundup
1: part on Revolut. Yeah. on Revolut. Every single oh. time I go to the shops, I'm buying Bitcoin. Yeah. I buy Bitcoin yeah. every day.
0: I'm the same
4: because I'm like you. I don't I've done my big chunks, but I haven't done much since. Mm. Uh, I'm looking to do a big chunk, very big chunk soon. Uh, once property goes through, and uh, yeah, go from there. I'd if love to even...
1: be in the position of the um, NFL players at the moment, saying, "Pay me in Bitcoin." Oh yeah, right. I- I'd love to say, "Give me my basic salary in fiat, but pay my commission in Bitcoin." Yeah, because I'm uh, effectively already doing it. I just yeah. have to be asked to transfer it.
4: Yeah, I just want to go back to what you said, Tom, because uh, obviously you're related, but. I talk to my friends and I say about, uh, I've been saying prior to Bitcoin about the company that we work with and investing into that because it's a really good stock and a really good you know, share price. And you then follow in Gaz, why do you think some people like friends, obviously us aside, don't, don't want to trust their friends even though they've got skin in the game? what 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 hurdles do you think that people have to go through and like you went through it you still try and call him out and he comes back with an answer to you but what what makes you think or what what is so difficult do you think for people to then go on and trust others even though they're doing it and coming out with success the majority of the time
3: i think one of the things is so i could have gone two ways with gaz i could have got a bit jealous that he was living like I was successful, he was getting A, B and C and obviously retiring. Or I could go, I want a piece of that. I can't get mm. what you've got because I wasn't you. However, I can join the, join the club and learn about it and try and work with you. But I feel a lot of people, that, especially my mates that I talk to, I don't talk with the conviction that Gaz has got because he's got the extra level worth of knowledge which can answer all those questions straight off the bat but most of my mates are a little bit jealous about it they're like oh i tried to get in 12k but my missus said no now it's 20 is no point and then i speak mm-hmm. into him again i go shit it's a 40k and i'm like yeah oh, i was too late again and i feel it's that jealousy is is the biggest hurdle you, you go two ways are you sort of i way i look at it, you might enough to go you know what you've done well well played or yeah. do you go
1: you've done well you're a knob i jealous yeah I'm going to go it's back. max kaiser on twitter you get so bitcoin fun. at the price that you deserve and that and that, <laughs> yeah. and that is it you know you get bitcoin at the price that you deserve every single one of us at some point because gaz was the first has had to swallow that oh my god he's not working anymore you know and and almost every single one of us could have been in his position if we'd have done what he'd have done but it's could have should have would have yeah. you know could have because sold much air, should have invested it in Bitcoin, would have been retired by now. But, you know, it's it's that's not how life works, you know. Gaz, how many times has he said, like, you know, when we do it now, it's so easy. It's an app on my phone, I swipe right on Gemini, the little rocket shoots up into the sky and I buy my Bitcoin. Gaz just sends his money to the outer outback of the Eastern Block. And praying <laughs>
0: his bank account, where it had to make part of the journey on the back of a donkey.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> in, <laughs> interestingly, right. So it was. I can talk you back to when I made. It was my second big um, chunk of money in. It was about eleven thirty. What
0: convinced you was was it Gaz or was it your own reading? Which this is my own reading
3: now. It? So this was this was okay. probably two thousand nineteen, wasn't it? And I remember maybe eighteen, maybe eighteen, maybe eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, 18. So it was when it yeah, 18, it was stabilised around three four grand it went up a little bit before it went back down it went up to about 10 11 then it dropped again so it was when it was about eight grand or something like that that's 2017 then no it was after the big plummet and then we rocked a bit and then it went up this little pyramid and then dropped straight down then we stayed about two grand for ages and it was just when it was climbing up and I thought this was the second it was pre-halving obviously however I thought it was going to keep going so it was about eight grand I think and I had a chat with my missus we decided that one of us had got a tax rebate from our uni days. So we had a bit of money and we thought, well, let's go for it. So I was there, I transferred it because I was transferring it to Estonia through, you know, the old style doing it. And anyway, it was about 11.30, our entity was doing it. And then it, it didn't make it to Coinbase. I was like, oh shit. And it didn't, and it wasn't in my bank. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> so I yeah, phoned the bank and saying, where is it? And he went, oh yeah, it's frozen. I was like, why is it frozen? He says it's in a sort of like a suspicious transaction. You send it to us, don't you? Is it you? And I said, yeah. So I had to go through this whole thing. And I will tell you, I've never sweated so much because my missus. did <laughs> Oh. So wow. I just then chucking like
1: 10k away. It was, yeah. like, it's funny, isn't it? Because you sit yeah. there now, and what you were sweating there, and Gaz possibly for days, <laughs> we do for five minutes. That transfer from Gemini to your wallet, or from Coinbase to your wallet. Even though you've done it now, however many times, you still sit there going, please turn up. Yeah, wasn't it?
5: Wasn't I, it fir- I figured
1: out it's one and a half cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's there. By the time I'm halfway through my second cigarette, it's there, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> Oh, So yours was just sending it over to Coinbase, not like Gaz's, where it was like sent on um, a ledger or a USB. Well, mine, no, he was sending it via Coinbase, but you
3: had to, it was in the days where you had to transfer your money into this. to those tram- to Estonia. Yeah. Then, yeah. Buy it in euros. So I can't. The, the, to Bitcoin. So I must have
0: done that because I bought it on the. I've literally put in 500 quid, you know, when it had its boom, what was it, three, four years ago. So I must have, I'm guessing I must have had to do
2: um, that as well. But there's just, different ways of depositing. You could deposit like low amounts. Oh, yeah. You could just put on your card. But if it was over uh, like, 500 pounds worth, it had to be like a, a bank-to-bank transfer, transfer. And that's a yeah. national bank transfer. Coinbase didn't have a UK banking license at the time. Yeah, so I had right. to go to their European bank and it just disappears. You had to, Literally, you just had to put a reference code on it. You just had to hope <laughs> <for> that that <laughs> reference code matched your <laughs> customer account. And you just had to cross your fingers and hope. And if it, well, it, well, it That's
1: still to, the case now. Yeah, so you, when you I transfer money pro- to Gemini, I am transferring the money with a reference code. Yeah, yeah, random code there is no sort code to sort code it is if i mistype that reference code i'm fucked so it is still that now yeah, yeah because I was, I was doing
0: small amounts on um coinbase and i was just doing bit by bit against my card I and mean, then i finally switched to pro after i realized i was losing so much money in um transaction fees Jeez. yeah and um it got my reference i was just like i was sitting there just going oh my God, you know, like first one, I put in a smaller amount, so it's like 500 quid or whatever. I'm going to boomed it up. But every time you just like, like kind of go, where is it? Where is it? You're like closing down the app, reopening my app, closing down the app, reopening me up. It's like, come on, where's my money? <laughs> I'm my so,
3: cigarettes, Ross.
0: Um, so, so Tom, what's your, um, actually we did your price prediction, but what's your sell app? What's my sell? What self? do you sell? At, oh, yeah, what okay. do you sell at your Bitcoin app?
3: I, I actually, yeah, I should know this quite easy. i did do the math for my head, so I said, So this
0: is I'd your retirement 20,
3: fund? Probably, I'd say between 220, 250, then I can sell. But I'm not selling, obviously, all the selling of t- proportion to do what I need to do. So, so this should be... twenty. is probably where I'd need. Because, obviously, I had a big discussion with Gaz last night about tax. And it's going to be a little bit higher than what I first wanted because I don't want to get banged up in a few years' time.
0: <laughs> You'd love prison. <laughs> free grinder isn't it
4: (laughs) 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 that's going on the show notes
1: (laughs) (laughs) every week we have a clear so that's
0: your your retirement basically your retirement price when you can choose what you want to do in your life
3: because yeah. the thing is I've I've got know. two kids, a mortgage and stuff like that.
0: So what what grinders his retirement? It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's like Tommy, you're gonna pay the tax? No, but you're gonna go to prison. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lifetime of free cock. <laughs> yeah, because obviously, well, I think because we're all getting in later new, um, it'd be obviously it'd have to be a lot higher price to actually have that re- that sell or retirement. So I think in my mind, I'm kind I of don't know.
1: Me and you talked about this. We went for a walk the other day. Like, yeah, yeah if you were to I, sell it all and then I'd have maybe a, a little bit cash. But how much does it need to be for you to do what, like it was gas. I think, uh, I actually don't think you were there, Ross, because I think you pussied out. Um. But when we sat down and we met for a pizza and we were chatting and it's like, what do you actually need to do? You need to, like, what have you got? You've got your mortgage, you've got your bills, you've got your algorithms. Once you can cover that, you're free. That's your financial freedom. Cool.
0: You know, but it's also, I suppose it's a f- threatened inflation to me, you know, like, but it's but, to, but it
1: coins anti-inflation. If your plan is to sell it yeah. all to have a pot of money, then actually you're bringing yourself back into that world of inflation. If your plan is to drip feed your wealth out to cover your expenses, but live freely whilst letting that main pot of money grow, that mm. out price is actually a lot lower. Mm. Like my outgoing yeah. is, you know, say it's two and a half thousand pounds a month if I can cover two and a half thousand pounds a month, I don't need to work doing what I'm doing today. Correct. I know. I could do something more fun, get some passive income. What does Bitcoin need to be to give me two and a half thousand pounds a month? That's the question that I'm asking myself. Not to say I want to sell a pot of money, pay my mortgage off today and retire today and then lose all that Bitcoin. And then end up back where I was right at the start, which is no Bitcoin, no pension, and but I've paid my so mortgage I
0: off, I've a I house. I suppose it's what kind of life you kind of expect at the end of it. So, like, we talked about this, and I suppose there's always a dream which everyone has is like go on luxury cruises, is all inclusive Caribbean um um vacations. But you know, me and you spoke about it. I said, well, actually, what would make me happy? And it's yeah. literally getting something like I don't know, like a motorhome or something when I've retired, go across Europe see various <laughs> different places do all sorts see cities towns eat various different types of food and just kind of things like that it's only the little things which i'd want i will not i mean getting stuck on a bloody cruise of a with 600 other people i probably can't think of anything worse <laughs> yeah. and also must see where i probably end up throwing up over deck every day but, but how
1: much money do you need to do that what an income of three four five thousand pounds a month that's 60k a year
0: yeah, but I think you know, also... 10 years is
1: 600k. Bitcoin gets to 5 million pounds of coin. You don't need to worry about 600k.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't even think i would get anywhere near 5 or 6 grand a month in retirement.
4: That's but the point. That's it. I think it goes back to our education thing of, like, if you get people to start thinking like that, because they don't theoretically even need to let their expenses get to that point. No, Uh, you can live quite comfortably lower, uh, like having a lower expenditure each month. And then if they start thinking about their life and their lifestyles and their likes and reconciling all of that and then putting down, okay, well, I want to do X, Y and Z. And this is what it looks like. And this is what Mm. costs and then working backwards. But again, as we kind of answered before we're not being taught like this is that or to this like is that.
1: exactly and it's the point that so many people miss and this is the time preference it's the point that i missed too late when we talked about it on the first pod when i renewed my car there's 500 pound a month i wish i wasn't mm. spending now you know like, if I could take that out of my world right now, then that date of when I can stop working becomes a hell of a lot closer because I don't have £500 a month. That Correct. I Correct. I think everyone's yeah. got this thing in their head that they need £10 million in the bank or £5 million yeah. pounds in the bank before they can stop working. And that's an old school mindset. That's yeah. what they want you to think. That's what the government wants you to think. That's what the traditional tax advisors want you to think because it's unachievable for 99.9% of the population. But actually, what you need to stop working is enough money to cover your biggest expense, which, unless you're divorced, is your mortgage. In my case, it's my child maintenance. <laughs> but that stops <laughs> after 18 years. I've got about 15 <laughs> to go. And um, then, then, you
4: know, then that's your. We'll that's, get that's a that's weekly it. reminder about that. <laughs> the divorce yeah, yeah. And Basically, child what I'm saying is course. don't
0: get why, married you why get married. Uh, Every week, let's have a weekly update. So, <laughs> yeah. like she so like there's, there's only six hundred weeks or whatever left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to get one of those digital which clocks. if
4: we work it
1: out based on what I'm currently paying at fourteen hundred pounds a month. Oh my god, yeah.
4: guys. How are you? Bitcoin is that? Getting one of those digital clocks of like uh so Mark's youngest from <laughs> you know, when she gets to yeah. 18 and then showing it's her like a block clock. Yeah, it's like a block clock Have you seen them,
1: but for my kids. I mark, think No, but on a serious course. note, I think that's where people are so twisted. It's just built into this mentality. I can't stop working yeah. unless I've got £5 million. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or well, I pay like, my
4: mortgage off.
1: Well, this is the number one
2: thing yeah. that I've realised when people are obviously talking to me about, oh, you, like, when, when I left day-to-day work, people were really fascinated by how much I had and all that kind of stuff. And I can guarantee I had so much less than they thought I had so much less i just knew it's only that,
0: about 20 million
2: <laughs> <laughs> i i most people thought you had 50 but but no it's it's so much so so much less and it was because i just knew my standard of living has not gone up since i was 25 i had zero commitment yes. i had zero 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 debt i knew i could rent pretty much until i died at the, at the current rate i was renting for easily but that's because my average spend for a year was 25k so mm. that was it. And and I just knew I valued my freedom and mm. to, to spend my time as I want and to commit myself to a cause that I believed in, which was Bitcoin. And 25K a year until pretty much I'm 65, I, I I largely had. And that was assuming Bitcoin just stayed at the same price as it did. And interestingly, it did not. When I made this decision, it dropped 87 fucking percent. So <laughs> it I was not going to be retired at 65 with any money. I was going to be about 47 and fucking skint.
5: So no, but yeah. you would
2: be in the beach in Panama and you'd be happy. <laughs> so that's the yeah, thing. Well, I think I, I always just back to like, You know, it's one of those where you just go, <laughs> just let's just assume that like you, you can be financially free. And it was like, oh, well, what happens if you run out of money and Bitcoin is is does does finish? It's like woman well, intelligent, educated with good experience. Kind of person i could just walk back in so yeah i'm buying my freedom I don't Want today. to? yeah i'm buying my freedom today i'm i'm also betting on the fact that the investments that i'm making are going to are going to going to go up and my thesis i think is correct so the worst case scenario is i have to go back a couple of years I, free yeah into the successful career that i had before like it's this where is the risk here like the risk is i don't make the decision to leave staying staying is a much higher risk than leaving was it just feels different because society just stays there and you're you're the black sheep walking away from the herd and everyone's going well there must be a cliff over there you must be walking towards the cliff because if you're not why are we all just staying in the pen it's like the pen is fake like just literally walk out like the only reason you're staying in is because you're told to buy faster cars to buy bigger homes to go on that big cruise that is why you're staying in the pen you're literally building the pen around yourself if you just stop doing that stuff obviously with a family and with kids and stuff the 25k thing that i live off isn't probably achievable for for a lot of people especially if you want to kind of you're kind of going into the middle class kind of zone you're probably on 50 75 maybe i don't know but even that Pretty much, if you have a million or two million in the bank, then that is that buys you 10, 20 years worth of runway. And if you're investing in the next like digital money that only gets reinvented every 500 years, provided you still have some sats and you're not selling them all, then you easily have enough to be financially free. You can't go and buy a Lambo every weekend. And that seems to be what people want to be able to do. If you haven't got a spare 250 mil, 250K, then suddenly like you're poor. No, just because you're financially free does not mean you are reckless with money. Being financially free still means you're very... I I, I watch money even more now because I don't have a reliable income. So it actually-
4: Yeah, you got a 21st or twenty six.
2: No, exactly, yeah. There's no difference. (laughs) The DCA is literally just, obviously I have some money, like my my day-to-day money is in Amazon shares and Tesla shares. That's where I keep my savings. That's like my stable money that isn't that is like kind of de-risk from Bitcoin. So I think is it going
1: to drop eighty percent when Elon Musk tweets a picture of a dog?
4: I'm going to say yeah. Uh, <laughs> ironically, got way too much, drop, much trust in
1: Elon. Uh, ironically, like Tesla does drop
2: eighty percent when Elon goes on a podcast and smokes some weed or something. So I'm still <laughs> yeah. exposed
1: to the Elon, which, which is our next uh,
0: podcast. Um, um, <laughs> I'm hoping that um, Elon does that soon because it is a company which I do want to buy into. So <laughs> I'd be happy with it, absolute bottoms. Um,
4: just gave me it, an it, idea to. Sorry, Ross. Go on, mate.
0: I was just going to say it's a point about how much cash because you know I've been trying to work out over the last year how much money do I need to retire, and I think it was you know we chat with Mark when he's when we were chatting. I was just like, what would actually make me happy. And it's you know like a holiday to France to Portugal. That that's what would make me happy in terms of holiday. Does it have to be a plush resort? Not really. You know, just have, have a few meals, relax in the sun. Nothing's too expensive. I don't I don't buy consumables. It's not something which I'm really into. I don't buy cars. I could have bought a car. Um, I bought Bitcoin instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just. I suppose it's that expectation what what will actually keep you going over a year. Like I said, being financially free and actually, well, being able to retire. So I've got a better idea of a number in my head. But one thing which still concerns me is the impact of inflation. Mm. But then again, you know, if you are holding in Bitcoin, then hopefully it will hedge it.
1: And that's exactly the point. You know, £1.2 million now gives you 20 years at at 60 grand a year, you know. (laughs) <laughs> you don't need well, as much as you think you need.
0: One point two million would be um, forty years at thirty grand. So
1: yeah, but it's but it's not if you hold that one point two million in Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
4: I was just thinking, uh, as you were saying, that uh, we should do a podcast once we can travel from Amsterdam. Nice.
1: <laughs> oh, <that's the> <laughs> <laughs> Amsterdam needs to become the Bitcoin capital of Europe, and then we'll all be happy.
4: Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some uh, conventions going on somewhere soon in Europe.
2: Yeah, with I the um, the international travel restrictions lift in the UK, I think it's, it's mm. May 17th, and we've got Bitcoin 2021 in Miami on June 1st and 2nd. So at the moment, it says June 12th is when we can internationally travel, but if they bring that forward a month... Mm. Gonna be in Miami. Hi guys, it was nice
1: seeing you for <laughs> the six months that we had here.
2: What we are done tonight, boys. It's been a good chat. Yeah,
4: do definitely, definitely.
1: Cheers for the invite, boys. That's all all right. good. All right. Nice we'll to meet you, We'll be sending you, mate. the um. We'll be sending the contract to replace Ross with Tom shortly. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't lose the thumb. Like. I was going to say, Tom. Tom's
0: missus will complain.
3: That's true. <laughs>
2: Say, boys,
0: we'd love prison. (laughs) (laughs) Free grinder, in it. (laughs) 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 That's going on the show (laughs)
4: notes. Fellow plebs, if you want to hear us, then
5: yeah, (laughs) tune in.